This is The Star Coach Show with Meg Rentschler, episode 360. The world today offers us many opportunities to be able to get in front of an audience that in the past we never could have reached without spending thousands of dollars to do so. Yet there can be a real resistance and hesitancy to creating videos, getting in front of audiences in a live format, and growing that know-like trust factor through the experience of video. So this week, we're going to dive into some strategies so that you can show up and shine with ease. So join us while we explore this important topic and get you in front of your audience right away. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Star Coach Show. I'm your host, Meg Rentschler, and I am absolutely committed to helping coaches build their businesses, get barriers out of the way, and get their clientele building so that they're able to make a good living being a coach because the world needs coaches. And in order for us to bring our coaching into the world, more and more coaches really need to be able to successfully navigate this environment that we're in. And in that, in this day and age, we need to be seen and really shine in front of our audiences to attract people to us. So in this episode, we're going to talk about how can we show up with ease and connect with our clients. And we are going to be looking at, you know, what is it about this that is so important? Well, the reality is that while the ocean of coaches might be much more busy or full than it has been in the past, more and more people are being attracted to the field of coaching. There's also much more opportunity to reach people across the globe using social media, using the internet. And it's important that we don't act as though we're still back in the 80s where we have to do everything face-to-face and connect with people, you know, in a room. Now, certainly there's nothing wrong with that kind of networking and building those relationships that way is key as well. However, your sea of people to be able to reach is much bigger these days. And it is important that we access the resources that are available to us to really optimize the impact that we have. And in that, we're going to today really look at using video. Now, if you've been following me, you know that I am a big believer in getting your word out there anyway, in in posts, in uh, podcasts, in different newsletters and, and emails. So there's lots of ways to connect with our audience. However, we want to be inviting people into our into our ecosystem, into our world more and more. And the reality is video, being live, being in front of people, having them see your face, hear your voice, 
hear your message, that is going to grow the know, like, trust factor more than any other thing that you're going to be doing on the internet to get to know people. So in that, we're going to really be leaning into the concept of video. And so what we're going to do today is we're going to go through 10 strategies that are going to help you step into this space with a little more consistency, a little more flair, definitely more confidence, and begin to bring the value into the world that I know you have to share. We just need to get the barriers out of the way. And the very first barrier tends to be that we overthink it. We worry about whether we're going to be perfect. We worry about what we're going to say. We worry about whether other people have already said what we're saying. All these different things that we get into our brains, we we begin to mull it over. And what that does is that creates a barrier between us actually stepping into the space of offering tidbits, offering a you know wisdom and uh, strategies that our audience can benefit from. So like I said, let's step into 10 strategies that I know will help remove some of those barriers. If you lean into these strategies instead of the world that can happen when we overthink things. So the very first strategy to help you get in front of your audience is that you need to know your audience. The reality is the messages that we share don't resonate the same with every single audience. So in order for you to confidently and competently get in front of your audience with a message, you need to know who they are. What are the things that they aspire to? What are their pain points and the things that they struggle with? What are some of the results that you get when you work with this population? What are some of the strategies or potential solutions that you can offer in your videos, in your lives, in the way that you're engaging with this audience? In order to be able to offer those things, we need to know who we're talking to. So getting really clear on your avatar, your ideal client is the first step to being able to confidently step into a place where you are sharing a message that you know is going to resonate with them because you understand them. And it's going to land that much better on them because they're going to know that you understand them. And the minute we feel understood and that the person that's speaking to us gets our pain, wants to help provide solutions, they become that much more interesting to us. And we want to be interesting to our audience. Now, once we get clear about who our audience is, we need to remember that we've been on this journey as a coach or as a leader or as, you know, whatever it is that you're doing that your expertise is, you undoubtedly have buckets of expertise. You're no longer at the beginner part of your path. You're down the line. So you want to think like a beginner 
when you're crafting messages that are going to resonate. Now, I get that not all of your audience are going to be at the beginner space, but I will tell you this, that the things you know, so even if you work, let's say, with C-suite executives, and you're thinking, Meg, they're not beginners, they're down the line. I get that, and I know that the leadership principles that you've studied and the experiences that you've had and the content that you have to share, you can't assume that your audience is at the same place you are. You want to be able to share content that meets them where they're at. Now, a part of that is also that we want to be able to not discount the things that come naturally to us because we've been operating in that universe for a while. So for example, if you're a coach who works with parents around parenting, you know, aspects, and maybe there's something that's just very common sense to you where you're like, everybody knows that. Maybe not everybody knows that. Remember that the journey you've walked and the information you have is very valuable to the people that you're imparting that to. And a common misstep is that we think, oh, if I know this, everybody knows this, or we discount the importance of the information that we have. So I would encourage you, when you're creating your content to go online, think like a beginner in that the people that you're talking to aren't necessarily at the same place you are. You might need to build more of a foundation to build off of. Like I said, don't discount the information that feels very commonplace to you or that it's so much a part of your database, so much a part of the way that you think that you make the assumption that other people think that way too. So maybe even doing a dive into, you know, just purging, writing everything down that you know about a subject and and organizing it and determining what is it about this that is going to be most helpful if you're doing a series or if you're doing a number of videos that sort of build on one another, where do you want to start and where do you want to continue to build on that? So strategy number two, think like a beginner when you are creating that content. The third strategy that I think will really be helpful to coaches is that it's not about a sale per se, it's about building relationships. So if you can think about the videos that you're bringing forward are about connecting with others, inviting people into your world, sharing some, you know, inspirational content with their sharing some some content that makes them think differently or gives them value. It is about building relationships. And very truthfully, we might be all caught up in, oh, my voice sounds like this or I look like this on camera, but that's not what the other people are going to be thinking about. You are not the center of their universe. They're the center of their universe. So very likely the kinds of things that you're getting caught up in and and anxious about isn't even going to cross their radar. So instead of being worried about 
you, get you out of the middle of it and put the relationship into the middle of it. And I believe just like in a coaching session, when I tell coaches, get out of the middle of the session. It's not about your performance. It's not about you bringing value. In many ways, it's the same thing when we're creating content for our audiences is what do they need from you that will begin to build that relationship? We talked about the no like trust factor. It's about the relationship. What can what can they look forward to in learning from you and gaining um, new perspective? And and it's like oh, I feel like I've known you forever. As a matter of fact, I've I've had people say to me, Meg, I feel like I've known you forever because. I've watched the star or listened to the star coach show for so many years. I've had friends who do regular video content, have people come up to them and say, I feel like I know you because I see you all the time online. It's building that relationship. So once we think about how am I going to build that relationship, the other thing that I think is a huge barrier that keeps coaches from going online, especially to do things like lives that they are, you know, basically that vulnerability of here I am in front of the world and maybe there's nobody clicking to come on with me when I'm live. You know what? I want you to think you're never alone. The reality is whether somebody's watching right along with you when you create your life or whether they're going to watch later, your words are getting out into the universe. They're getting out into the world and they are creating an impact. So every time you do a live, think about the fact that your audience is out there, which is why we go back to strategy number one know your audience, because I want you to be feeling like you are talking directly to your ideal client. You are having a conversation with that ideal client right now. I am having a conversation with my ideal client who is a coach who wants to build their business and connect with their audience in a more meaningful way. And I'm talking directly to you right now about what I believe is going to help you do that. Even though technically I'm talking into my camera all by myself. I don't feel like I'm all by myself. I see you. I see my audience in front of me and you are who I'm speaking to right now. So when you get in front of the camera, when you hit that go live button, visualize your audience, visualize that one person who epitomizes who you want to work with and have a conversation with them. You are never alone. Now, in order to increase the opportunity of never being alone, if you strategy number five, choose to be consistent, then more and more people will know, oh, Judy is going live on her station at 10 o'clock on Wednesday morning. She does every Wednesday morning. I love listening to her replays. You know what? I'm available. I'm going to jump on live with her. So if in fact, 
you stay consistent and this isn't going to happen overnight. It's, it's tends to be that you have to be consistent week after week after week or day after day or whatever it is that you do. Maybe you choose to go live every morning at 7 a.m. with a tip of the day. Once you create that no like and trust factor and the awareness that you're going to be on at a particular time, you won't be alone because chances are more and more people will be joining you and then interacting with you, asking questions, sharing comments, those kinds of things. And then that just builds and builds on itself. So strategy number five is to be consistent. This is the other thing about being consistent. If in fact I put on my calendar, I am going live on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays in my on my Star Coach Facebook page, which by the way, follow us at Star Coach Facebook page, then I have it on my calendar. 8 a.m. Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. It is on my calendar. Therefore, I'm that much more likely to show up. So the consistency is not only for your audience, but it's really to kind of make you be consistent with doing what you've committed to doing. Often, it's easier to do things with a partner. How many of you have gotten a partner for walking or exercising or, you know, creating creating some kind of wonderful creative thing. The reality is when we find a partner, we're often more likely to do things. And in the online video world, if we partner with someone to go live, we've got the support of that person. We've got sort of the creativity that can go back and forth with somebody that we are in that partnership with. We are exposing each other to our audiences. So it's now, I'm just not in front of my star coach audience. I'm now in front of this other person's audience as well. Our ideas can bounce off of one another. Like I said, those creative juices can begin to flow. And very truthfully, we can build, you know, confidence and courage from one another. When we say to somebody else, yes, I'm going to partner with you in this, and we go back to the consistency, we're going to consistently do it at this time, we're far more likely to do it. So strategy number six is find a partner to go online with. So we've sort of set the stage for the fact that we need to know our audience, we need to know their pain points and be able to talk to both their pain points and their goals. We need to be able to be in a place of um, consistency and and creativity. And the creativity piece is what we're going to focus on in the next couple of strategies. Because what I often hear from coaches is, I don't know what to share. I don't know if I go online live, what the heck am I supposed to talk about? So let's start with strategy number seven. Now, this happened to me just this past week. I decided to do some investigating. I did a little bit of cleaning out and exploring through files, and I found so much information, both digitally and on paper, that I've collected over the years that has just been sitting in files. So I could easily take one file 
and look at what it is about this that I want to share and give enough to create value. Now, we're going to talk about what to do with that in just a minute, but I'm willing to bet that you have any number of resources available to you that are just in drawers. Mine were a lot were in my closet of my office, on my hard drive. I mean, they're everywhere. If you've been living more than a week, you probably have things somewhere that you've saved, that have have resonated with you, that you've learned, that you've explored, workshops you've gone to, that you can put your own twist on and begin to share with your audience. So the very next strategy, strategy seven, is do some investigating. Unearth what is already there. I am willing to bet you are going to be absolutely blown away by what is available once you begin to get curious and look around. So the next strategy that I have for you regarding content is for you to look through the lens of what wonders are happening every day in front of me. Every single day, what are things that I can notice that resonate with me, that I can write on a a sticky note and stick on my wall, keep in a digital file, write in a spiral notebook? What are things that happened, a quote you read, a statement somebody made, something that you saw in the grocery store or as you were driving along? that you can then create a post about. You can talk about in your lives. The other day, I was um, cleaning the kitchen and my Alexa brought up a quote of a quote of the day. I wrote the quote down and I used it in my next newsletter because it was like, it was like, oh, that's a perfect quote for my newsletter. So I'm going to build my newsletter around this. We're always looking for places to inspire us on our content. And I, my strategy number eight for you is for you to take notice every day of the things that are happening around you that can impact the message that you share with your audience. My ninth strategy then is to take, so I said, I, you know, I did some house cleaning and I found things everywhere. Well, I'm not going to share a huge workshop or some, some inspiration that, you know, is, is huge. We want to chunk it down. Think about the fact that when you are hopping online to do a live, creating a video, we want it, once again, going back to the beginner mindset, we want to chunk it down, make it easily consumable. Let's make it bite-sized. So in that, if in fact, let's say I found a folder of something that I did years ago that was maybe a, a full workshop. Maybe I look at that and I say, I see 10 points that I made in this workshop. I'm going to chunk those down and do a point a day for 10 days in lives. And I'm just going to do a little bit of a live and invite people in to explore, ask questions about this, whatever. 
chunk it down so that it's not, you're not teaching a full course when you're doing a live. You're giving value. I actually have a colleague who says, you inspire for free and teach for a fee. Connie Elliott said, or Elliot Connie said that, which I always thought was great. But the, the thing about that is that we do want to inspire. We might even do some teaching and it's chunking it down. We're wanting to give that value and invite people into our universe, invite people into wanting to be a part of what it is that we're sharing, what they can learn from us, and ultimately invite them into our world. So strategy number nine is to chunk it down. And my final strategy for you is to just do it. (laughs) And I realized that Nike said that first, but the what I want you to be aware of is that our mind can be our biggest asset and our biggest barrier. And we can tell ourselves over and over again, oh, when I do this, then I'll do that. Oh, it's not good enough yet. Oh, I I want to get this thing done first. And I would say when you begin now you and make yourself do it whenever you've committed to doing it and be consistent with it, When I started the Star Coach Show seven years ago, I said, I'm going to do a weekly podcast. And I will tell you that it's not always been easy to get my podcast episode done. There's been other things that have happened. There's been demands on my time. But I made a commitment that I was going to have a Star Coach episode every Wednesday since 2016. And except for over the holidays, when I take a two-week break, we have a podcast episode every Wednesday. And that has been because I made that commitment and I just did it. That's what I want to challenge you to do. Not that you have to do a podcast. I want to challenge you to put a stake in the ground, make a commitment to do something. And in this situation, this show is all about challenging you to do some video. So saying, you know what? I am going to hop on Instagram once a week on Saturday mornings at 9 a.m. And I'm going to share something I learned that week with my the people who listen to me on Instagram. And I'm going to begin to move away from the discomfort of doing that. Because think about anything that you've started doing. At first, it's uncomfortable and it gets more and more comfortable as you move along. I want you to thrive. I want you to attract the people to you that need you. And the best way to do that is to begin to get your message into the world. Doesn't have to be perfect. Doesn't have to be beautiful. 